Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Coston, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. This is Sandra Beck, and this is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we've got an outstanding show today. We are going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and I know you girls out there, 40, 50, 60, that belly fat, that extra weight gain, you know, pre-menopause, post-menopause, do we eat, you know, white grain flour, what do we do? It's all a mystery to me. And I'm always trying to include uh, guests that can increase our health, that can increase our vitality. And this lady, she wrote this book called um, How to Fight Flat Formation. And it's really, really good, girls, because I have read it to cover to cover a couple of times. I have highlighted it. It's dog-eared from carrying around with me because it just makes so much sense. This is the smart girl's guide to getting our fat under control. And it talks to me in a way that I can understand it. I don't have to be a PhD or a rocket scientist to figure out. There are recipes in there. There's a shopping list. There are tips. It's really, really helpful for somebody like me who wants to lose weight, but also wants to do it in a way that respects my body, that respects my lifestyle. We're going to interview today Dr. Lori Shemek. She wrote the book, How to Fight Flat Formation, the revolutionary three-week program to shrinking the body's fat cells for quick. We love that. And lasting, we love that even more, weight loss. Uh, Dr. Lori, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I just love your book. Oh, well, thank you, Sandra. You know, it's so, it really is an honor to be here with you today and to, you know, to really help people move forward with their weight because, you know, as you and I both know, weight gain is a real problem in, in the States. Uh, 68% of of our nation is overweight or and or obese. So that's a real problem. And uh, so anything I can do to contribute in helping heal the body in that way, I'm happy to do it. Well, and you know, there's some things like just, I'm just going to start in chapter one because I have highlighted your book. It's so dog-eared, but there was a story (laughs) you wrote in here about when failed diets happen to good people. And you know, I hit the, you know, ripe old age of 40 and I'm like, oh my God, I'm 40 with 40. I've got 40 extra pounds than what I was when I was in college. And I spent 20 years not really watching what I ate. I didn't really have to. Mm -hmm. And then I had, you know, fertility treatments, full-time job, single mother, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it just was like, 
a little bit each year. It wasn't like I gained an enormous amount. Even with my pregnancies, I only gained 20 pounds each or 25 maybe, you know, and lost most of the baby weight. It was the other weight. Um, and when I tried to take it off, it wasn't like when I was in my 20s. And <laughs> you write about the cabbage right. soup diet. Oh, my God, I did all of them, <laughs> Dr. Lori. I could totally relate. But that tells me you get me. You understand yes like where I am and, and why it's so darn hard to shed these pounds. And it really is, you know, it's, it's, if you don't know what to do. So it's, you know, we go to the cabbage diet because we are desperate for something. And, you know, I did a, um, a radio interview recently where the, the topic was about, weight loss supplements and how dangerous they are and they're you remember ephedra way back oh, sure yeah and, yep yep and it was sad because a lot of people died and on top of that a lot of people you know had strokes and heart attacks and whatnot and so there's a new just as an aside there's a new uh drug out there not drug it's a, a considered a natural plant extract, but it, it has the same components that ephedra did. Well, the people are rushing to buy these things because they are desperate and they want something that's going to work. Well, in doing this, it can harm the body, you know, and um, so the cabbage diet obviously is not a good diet because, for example, because, you know, you're taking away food groups. And, um, however, cabbage is very good for you, but if that's the only thing you're eating, it isn't so hot. Well, there was a couple things that you put in here. You know, this is why I'm encouraging um, everybody to buy this book. And I just want, you know, my listeners to know I wasn't paid for this. I did get a, a, an advanced copy from the publisher at HarperCollins, but I read it and I fell in love with it, which is one of the reasons that I brought Dr. Lori on here is because there's so much embarrassment and shame with weight gain. And, you know, I think in different parts of the country, different potty times are more acceptable. Like when I go home to Buffalo, I'm not saying that, you know, it's okay to be fat there. But when I go to the Midwest, girls are healthier. Well, I live in Southern California, which is, you know, the capital of stick thin, big boobs, big blonde mm -hmm. hair, you know, kind of thing. So it's embarrassing. And, you know, to struggle for a whole year, I, I struggled for a whole year to try to take off 20 pounds. And I'm like, this is stupid because I would get on the internet, Lori, and I would read like most of our listeners going, okay, I'm going to do the high protein, low carb and, and see how that feels. Well, now I'm going to cut out wheat. And I'm like, well, but, but, but the health stuff says I should go to a plant-based diet. And oh my God, I couldn't sleep after like, you know, two weeks and 52 weeks of trying to figure this out. And I just kind of felt my blood pressure go down. <laughs> or, up. I, or up. Well, I felt it go down when I got your book because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm overfed and undernourished. And yes. I didn't even know that was possible. And, you know, and it's, it's interesting because when we think of malnourishment, we typically think of the poor little children with the big bellies. And uh, it happens right here with overweight people because a lot of times – when people are overweight, they're eating the wrong foods, okay? And yes, the bellies are big, but for a different reason. And uh, when you're eating a lot of junky foods and or you're leaving out food groups, for example, you are absolutely losing a lot of 
nutrition. You're losing that nutrient density that is so critical for weight loss. People do not realize that nutrients, phytonutrients, actually help promote weight loss. And that's really important for people to understand because if they knew it, they wouldn't be so desperate to go to these uh, vitamin stores and purchase these dangerous weight loss supplements. Now, as you know from reading the book, I'm a big believer in supplements, but not in weight loss supplements. Well, I felt that the supplements you recommended, because, you know, I'm a good little student and I like ran out, (laughs) you know, and ordered this stuff. Um, You are. well, you know, they made a difference. And, and Lori, you know, I'm, I'm fairly healthy. You know, I, I walk or sometimes I jog five miles a day. I swim with my kids, wow. I'm very active in soccer. I'm big. I'm five foot eight and 200 pounds. So, you know, that's awful for me to say on the air, but I'm just going to be truthful yeah. about it. So I'm, I'm not tiny. Um, but I'm, I was tired of feeling tired. I was tired of, you know, lugging the laundry up. I have a 5,000 square foot house. I got two stair flights to go up to bring the laundry upstairs. And I'm like, I am too young to be this tired. I am too young to be this heavy. I'm too fit to be this heavy. And I was getting really frustrated going, I don't even know what to eat anymore. Because when I went home last year, Dr. Lori, and I I was raised in corn country. Mm. And I see them, you know, first of all, I see the corn is all now weird looking corn. It doesn't look like the corn I grew up with. And the chickens don't look like the corn, the chickens I grew up with. They got these big boobs. They're like Hollywood chickens. It's it's just bizarre. Um, But you put in your book here, like, you know, and I'm not trying to give away the whole book. I'm just saying, girls, you need to read this because it really resonates. Um, But you're like, corn is used to fatten up cattle and chickens. And I'm like, oh, my God. Not Mm -hmm. only is the corn used to be, but I'm a corn-fed dame. But then we're eating the cows and the chickens that were fattened up. So why you are what you eat. So why wouldn't we fatten up on top of it? So it really caused me to step back and go, okay, okay. I need to really rethink my eating. But then I was like, Oh great. Where do I start? And thank you. I'm just going to thank Adia Kalar of Harper Collins for putting this in the mail to me saying, see if you like this for your radio show, because it became like, you're going to carry this around, you know, for at least the next six weeks till you figure out what you're supposed to do. You know, and I, I really appreciate that. And I'm so happy that you're taking action. I really am. Because when you uh, get it and understand the core concept of the book, then it starts, things start to resonate and uh, it becomes just it becomes easy i get a lot of comments about the book people who have gone through the diet are going through it right now and they're like wow you know it's so much easier than anything i've done in that it's it's just pretty much laid out for you and yeah i mean it's you know there are changes you have to make and the, and that's important for any type of goal endeavor you know you have to create different habits. If you're used to doing one thing a certain way, uh, you're going to be doing it another way. And so I had uh, an exchange this morning with uh, a lady on Facebook who is really excited to start losing weight. And so she got the book and she said, but, you know, I'm, uh, my house is full of junk. And that's just how my husband and I live. And my husband was just diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And, you know, how 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 can I do this? Is this and I really what you do is you just do it. You know, you just that's and I start off by saying you've got to rid 
your environment of everything that is toxic. And I'm telling you, sugar is toxic. White flour is toxic to the body. Anything that is, um, and we can get into that later, uh, that has been messed with by man pretty much is toxic to the body because the body doesn't know how to handle it really. Well, and here's the thing, like, you know, because I felt the same way as you when I first started on this thing a couple years ago, um, you know, and it was really because of my radio show guests, um, Dr. Rona Brennan, uh, who's a neighbor of mine and who's a nutritionist, came in my kitchen. And actually, it had to be five years ago now because my kids were little. And she started pulling stuff out. And she's like, don't feed this to your kids. Don't feed this to your kids. Don't feed your kids. Look at what's in here. You know, high fructose corn syrup, sugar, sugar, Mm -hmm. sugar, sugar. And then she put it all on the kitchen table. And she's like, got her little calculator out. And she's like, if you feed this to your kids in one day, she goes, do me a favor. Don't feed them anything. And she like grabbed a cup of sugar and she's like, just feed them this. And I was <laughs> like, she's really tough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I started to cry. And I'm like, oh, my Aww. God, I'm shaking everything I knew how to eat. Because, you know, I'm a new mother and I'm a single mother going she's like, oh, my God, I love you. Yeah. yeah. But she wasn't. She was making a really valid point that I would never dump a cup of sugar into my child, much less myself. But yet between the barbecue sauce, the salad dressings, the cheer not Cheerios, it was some other cereal, um, all this thing, like I just didn't know. And I, I want to give permission to all the moms out there today who are like me, who are well-meaning and really trying to do their best, permission to fail, permission to make a mistake, permission to admit we don't know anything so that we can become teachable. It was kind of a painful teachable moment, but it it showed me I don't know what I don't know. And that's like, as I try to figure this out for me, your book helped me know what I don't know without like, you know, making me cry. <laughs> uh, right. And I, you know, and that's really important that you share that. It really is because when you're a new mom, or even if you're not a new mom, you want to believe that what you're doing is the right thing for your children. And if you don't know, you don't know. I'm telling you, most of the people in the United States, for example, don't understand exactly what to do because there's so much misinformation out there. It is astounding. And it just breaks my heart. And um, it, you know, your story a little bit reminds me of a new segment I just did last week. Uh, my role was to go, she was, uh, she went to the doctor, okay, and they did extensive testing because she was feeling super tired. And she's 25 years old and she's like, you know, I, I shouldn't be feeling this way at my age. So she went and had a checkup and it turns out they're sitting at the desk. It turns out her age is 25, but he said she's 44 on the inside. And Ooh. it really, really made a huge impression on her. And so she uh, was devastated. She said, 44? So we did this news segment and she, we, I went to her house and dumped out her cupboards, her freezer, her refrigerator on the news <laughs> and felt really bad for her because... I'm telling you, everything she had in the house was bad, okay? It was unhealthy and it was toxic. And she has a five-year-old child. And so she felt terrible because she's been feeding her child all, I mean, the stuff that we threw out, you know, which is, for example, um, there's a big, very popular, I don't know if I can mention it on the air or not, but uh, 
pot pie that people absolutely love and it's made by a lady and the pot pie has the uh fat equivalent of a pound of bacon okay and the sodium equivalent of 10 bags of potato chips and what people don't realize and she didn't realize that she's eating it her son is eating it and there was a lot more but you know it's just when you understand what's going on especially with food manufacturers they just love to um ramp up the the pleasure of eating if you will so they put in foods like trans fats um that taste that give a really great mouthfeel and extend the life of a product too and so between that and the white flour and the high fructose corn syrup and it, everything is uh really aging the person for one and uh, increasing weight gain and ultimately fat cell inflammation and overall inflammation in the body. Well, I think there's part of us like, and I know, you know, Lori, I grew up in the country and I grew up where I think the school did the best they could for me. I think our government did the best for me. I think, Mm -hmm. and when I go to the grocery store and I buy Crayer's eggs, you know, which I grew up with and I knew Brett Crayer, he went to my high school and his dad was our farmer and he made our Mm -hmm. eggs and, you know, but now like, the rules of the game have changed and these packages are no longer like Brett Crayer's eggs from down the street. They're shipped, they're packaged. They've got all these chemicals in them. They've got all these additives and I, I don't trust what I buy anymore. And that was really hard for me because I'm really a pretty trusting person. You know, I'm pretty gullible, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, which is probably why I ended up, you know, where I am, you know, on a radio show trying to investigate this stuff because I was gullible. And, you know, the the packaged consumer products, like when I break it down, Lori, when I sat down mm-hmm. and I was trying to explain this to my kids, because so much of my learning comes when I explain to my kids what we're doing. Like, you know, we right. all do when our lab art. Yeah. When you become the teacher, then you are actually learning even you're retaining that information. Right. Yeah, well, that, and we do yeah. our lemon juice shooter in the morning. I, I have, you know, three lemons, we cut them in half, we juice them, we oh. do our lemon juice shot, the three okay. of us. And we all go, we all laugh going, Ooh, we're cleaning our liver. No more fatty liver. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, so but great. when I, thanks. When I explained to my kids, like, you know, I make cookies. Okay. So I bake up the, you know, I mix them from scratch. I bake them up, I cook them. And I'm like, you know, the kids are like, Oh, well, I'm sick of them and I don't want them anymore. And I'm like, well, we can put them in the freezer, but they're not going to last that long. And, you know, we really need to finish up what we have before we make something else. There's the country girl in me. And (laughs) my little guy said to me, he goes, well, mom, he's like, you know, at dad's house, you know, we have packages of cookies that sit in there for months. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, I showed him a banana and I'm like, look, here's the new banana. Here's the old banana. The old banana is brown. How long is the banana supposed to last? And I'm like, real food doesn't last that long. And, you know, I was trying to explain to him and then a light lit on and I'm like, why am I buying a frozen casserole that can stay in the refrigerator or the freezer for three years? Why am I buying cookies that can sit on the shelf for two years? Or like, there's something wrong with this. Like, that's where the country threw up her arms and went, okay, we need a complete overhaul. Right. And that's exactly what you, the mindset, I love that you're bringing this up because, you know, when you have children the the last thing you want to do is give them unhealthy food, right? But the first step 
in doing the right thing is to get rid of all that junk that you are a product of your environment and so are your kids. So the very first step is just removing the stuff. And I talk about that in the book and I talk about the emotional issues that may be involved in that, like the um, wasting money and, you know, uh, this is just, I, I, you know, it's, it's wasting food and, you know, it's, you're going to come across those blocks, but for the sake of your health it's important to follow through because would you rather keep toxic food around poisoning your body or would you rather get rid of it and create a healthier body? It's just that easy. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and that's the thing that, you know, it crossed my mind when, when Rona was going through my pantry and, you know, I'm like, Rona, we're throwing out all this good food. And she looked at me and she's like, how is this good food? She's like, it's making you sick. It's making you fat. It's making your kids unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Where in your psyche is this good food? And, you know, after we finished, I had to do this load of laundry and I was in throwing my laundry in and I picked up this container of bleach and I'm like, I wouldn't drink this bleach because I didn't want to waste it. Like it's a toxin. Good. I get that toxic to me and it it just like this light turned on going like yeah I need this for the laundry because you know we live in the country and kids get really dirty so I need to put a little bleach in in certain things to bleach the stains out but realistically I wouldn't drink it right would I throw it away or put it in my refrigerator like that was the connection I made going well this is just stupid thinking I love on it. my part. Yeah, and that is such a great analogy, and that is the truth, because it, it really, you know, to a lesser degree, it, it is pretty much ruining your health. You know, uh, the bleach obviously we do it quicker, but it is ruining your health. And I always say that if there was some little buzzer that went off when people ate things that were so processed and refined, if there was that little buzzer, uh, it would be so much easier for people to give up those those foods and the problem is is that typically when we have children we're at an age where the body is still functioning optimally to a degree right where it's you have you you continue to get those little health nicks as I call them, as time goes on and you accrue, the more health nicks you accrue as time goes on, the more damage you'll see down the road. And so with, um, with anything, if you are just going to experience a profound amount of either um, poor health or, and or weight gain, and typically they come hand, they go hand in hand. Well, and You know, the thing that makes me mad, like when I was reading your book um, and I went in the grocery store and I got really mad one day because, (laughs) well, you know, I went to buy yogurt and Mm -hmm. I got so turned around with the yogurt section, like just yogurt. Like I used to just go and be like, oh, there's like, you know, Activia, you know, whatever that Jamie Lee Curtis advertises it. And then there's Dannon and then there's Yoplait. And then I flipped the the containers around and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, like, Loaded with sugar because once I realized what sugar like was like, you know, because I really didn't know like 10 grams, 20 grams, 50 grams. Oh, who cares? I don't really know what a gram is. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know the numbers because it's like it's kind of like math, you know, (laughs) for me. And I had a hard time mastering because when you're like counting fat grams, you're counting sugar grams. And then there's carbohydrates. And it's like, well, isn't sugar a carbohydrate? Oh, God, I'm getting so confused, you know. So when you have carbohydrates listed and then you have sugar 
do you add them together? Like I got so confused in the grocery store. No. Um, what you want to do is uh, you don't want to count anything really. But uh, so in my book, I don't want anyone to count anything, but I do want them to be conscious of reading labels. So when you look at a label and you see that uh, sugar is in the top four or five ingredients in order of, you know, so for example, if you have yogurt, you're going to have milk will be the number one product and then you're going to have sugar is the next typical ingredient. Okay. Um, if you see sugar at the top, don't buy it because these, for example, these yogurts are horrible. They are worse than candy bars in many cases. People think they're eating, they're very proud of themselves. They go to the grocery store, they get the yogurt, and they're going on this diet, and they're really going to do it this time, and they're not losing weight, and they're feeling crummy, and they want more sugar in their lives and it's because almost every product out there is infused loaded with sugar and that's because the food manufacturers know that uh, we are addicted to sugar and they're just waiting there waiting for you to come spend more money on these products that you know there's sugar in chicken broth if you can believe it those little red and white soup cans you know the big soup uh, yeah. company uh, has sugar in it, N- not just sugar, but high fructose corn syrup, which is even worse. That's another story. Uh, and, you know, you've got these products like you mentioned earlier, you know, you have salad dressing, you have barbecue sauce that contains sugar. And so even pasta sauce, people think, oh, well, you know, it's just tomato sauce. No, it's typically infused with sugar and, and a lot of it. So sugar is a real problem in uh, for many, many people. It's, in fact, the one thing I hear about with uh, how to fight fat inflammation is that it's easy, easier than they thought it would be to get off sugar. So in, in my program, you are getting off sugar and you're getting off carb addiction. You still have, obviously, natural sugars in your diet and healthy carbs in your diet, but you're not craving like you you would think you would be for the junky stuff because, remember, we talked about the micronutrient deficiencies, the the malnourishment, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because with this program, you're you're filling your body up. Your cells are being saturated with micronutrients, those nutrients that feed the cells, and so when you eat junk food, there's rarely any nutrient content at all. So yes, you're gaining weight because you're inflaming the fat cell. But so the body is crying out for nutrients and there you go. You, you add more sugar to your diet. You add more carbohydrates to your diet. And this becomes a vicious cycle. Well, and something weird happened to me, like the first week that I did week one, because your program is like three weeks. And Mm -hmm. the first week, first of all, I got to tell you, like my pants went down, like I could button my pants with ease. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, that's Um, great. That was like really powerful for me because I was like stuffing myself into them because I refused to buy a bigger size, just refused. Right. Um, 
So I was really pleased with that. But what I found was like the first couple days I was kind of like, it was almost like I was hallucinating. I was like, <laughs> going, like, I can't eat this anymore. You know, there was like all this weird psychological thing that came up. But then like day three and day four, not only did I start feeling really good, but I didn't seem to crave stuff. And then that weekend, like that following Sunday, you know, which was like, a, I think day seven or eight into what I was doing. I was at a party and there was all sorts of junk around and it was like, I could take it or leave it. And that was not oh, like, wow. me. usually I would like go like, hmm, what? that's when you know, know, that's when you know that you're on the, on the right track. You will get to a point where you may have a craving, but it's so subtle that you, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, take over. You're like, okay, I have a craving, and then you can move on. Because I was addicted to sugar, so I understand completely uh, when I was in school early on, long time ago. <laughs> well, and- is it my imagination that, that okay, this was where I thought, like, I'm hallucinating again? Because, okay, I used to drink, like, diet sodas, and I would drink, like, you know, or eat sugar-free things, or then I'd eat just sugar things. You know, like, the kids would come home with candy from school or a party or whatever, and we'd all eat well, when I stopped doing that, I swear the fruit tasted sweeter. Like before the fruit like was like, eh, but then I'd eat an apple and go, right. Ooh, Ooh, that's so sweeter. Ooh, that's so tart. It does Isn't like that all amazing? that. Yeah. Does that, that yeah. like all that garbage we're eating, like kill our taste buds or something? It, you desensitize. Yes. It's not killing them, but you're desensitizing your sense of taste and even your sense of fat feel in the mouth, so and salt for that matter. So when you stop eating sugar and you taste something sweet, it is unbelievably sweet. It is, you just almost can't even take it sometimes. So that's a good thing that happens because that's the way the body is meant to behave. It's not meant to have an overload of sugar and and not only that, your your bumping up that, you're triggering that fat storage hormone insulin, you're reducing your leptin resistant, you're becoming insulin resistant, all sorts of things go on hormonally that uh, happen when you eat things like sugar and refined carbs. And refined carbs, I mean things like white flour or white rice, things of that nature. So, uh, you know, eating anything... uh, like sugar that's sweet or any type of carbohydrate. The reason these carbohydrates are so addictive is because they operate in the same way in the same region of the brain as sugar does in the reward center of the brain. And so you're setting up your brain for wanting more sugar. Your blood sugar is being affected, so it skyrockets and then it plummets. And so the body always wants balance. And so what does it do? It says, well, you're going to have to bring that blood sugar back up. So you go reaching for a candy bar, you reach for some chips or some caffeine, anything to bring that blood sugar back up. And so that's the insidious process of this sugar and carb addiction. But the book is great because it uh, the supplements uh, that I recommend absolutely and a very effectively help target uh, cravings and uh, sugar addiction rather very well. So when you start taking within three days, for example, chromium picolinate will help stop sugar addiction, the cravings that come with it. So after the third day, you're pre- like you mentioned, you're pretty much good to go. 
Yeah, I was really surprised at how happy I was because usually on some of these other diets that I've done, like the cabbage soup diet or, you know, the um, I will say that the Lindora one that I tried felt pretty good, um, mm-hmm. you know, day three. But most of the time by day three, I'm ready to cry and eat the house and, mm-hmm. you know, or I just want to go out and have have something for satisfaction. Um the other thing that I wanted to talk about and what I really liked about your book um, is that most of the stuff, I won't say all of the stuff, but most of the stuff is easy to find in the grocery store. You know, the one that trouble that I had finding was this coconut yogurt because all I could find mm-hmm. was coconut flavored yogurt. I, that I've was, been hearing that. Yes. Right. So I don't know if they only sell it in Texas. <laughs> it must be <laughs> Texas. You know, um, it's all over in almost every store here. And uh, so I'm not sure, you you can find it online for sure. But, um, but outside of that, you can have, you know, any type of protein, it doesn't, that's cultured. So um, if you, you know, regular yogurt's fine. um, If you, if you're not sensitive to it, but the alternative I like to use is coconut yogurt because of the healthy fat and it's not a dairy product. Yeah, it was neat. I've just, I've been looking for it. Like, you know, I went mm-hmm. to like, you know, as I go around town, I'll stop in this grocery store and I stop in that grocery store. Then I even went into a, a, a for, what I call a foreign grocery store. You know, they have rice from all over the world and, you know, all these cool things that <laughs> right. you can't get. Oh my gosh, this one store, I'm not kidding you. It's got a huge aisle of rice. I've never seen so much rice in my life. There's Have you been to like, an Asian market? <laughs> I well, I've been to an Asian market, but this place handles like Armenian and Greek and Russian oh, and Polish. Like I buy my sauerkraut nice. there because they have really good yeah. Polish sauerkraut. But I had no idea like there were so many um choices. And that's the one thing that your book really opened my eyes to because when I read grains, you know, being a country girl, I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, there's wheat and there's barley and there's rye. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. <laughs> and then I read like black rice, brown rice, buckwheat, crackbeet, pharaoh, hollas, barry, camut, kasha, billet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are all There's these so things? There's so many. <laughs> yeah. And then eating became yeah. fun again. Yeah. it's And you know, it is a cultural experience, you know, stepping into another type of uh, different types of foods. But you know, I was raised that way. I was raised to, uh, by my mother who, uh, she always wanted us to try different foods and to be open to different foods. So somebody who likes white rice, I'm sure will love black rice. Okay. So just take making that simple shift from uh, white rice or even brown rice, for example, to black rice is going to be great for you. And it's black rice is, is extremely healthy. It helps reverse fat cell inflammation, which is, the core cause of most illness, disease, um, faster aging and weight gain. So it's really important to pay attention to what you're eating because if you're eating that white rice, you are absolutely causing inflammation within the fat cell. Wow. So I'm just going to read here for a section because I really want, you know, like I'm one of those people that before I buy a book, like I want to, you know, walk through it and we can't do that, you know, because obviously we're on the radio. But like one of your recipes, like this is how easy this stuff is. It's like spinach, feta cheese and mushroom omelet, two eggs who can't get those, a cup fresh spinach. Okay, done. You know, some mushrooms and then macadamia nut oil. That was the only one I had a little trouble following, but you had Mm -hmm. other oils in there I could use and a tablespoon of feta cheese. It's like, 
hello, like that's not hard. Like that's not right. And you know what I and and so part of what I wanted to do was make it really easy for people. Um, now. Having said that, there's always planning and preparing, and those are the, your key words for uh, any type of, of success any, in anything, really. So you want to plan and prepare. So if um, you know, you're looking for a certain oil, put it on your list, just you never know. Uh, but every week, you know, look at the, the recipes you want to make. Get that list. Take it with you, that grocery store list, and, and make sure you you surround your kitchen and your cupboards and your environment at work with healthy choices because if you don't and plan to take your lunch with you and if you don't that's fine because there's uh, ways to work it within the book that show you how to eat out you know effectively and stay on the plan Uh, but Again, surround yourself with healthy, plan and prepare. It's so important to do. I can't, I can't stress it enough. A lot of people are like a, a ship without a sail when they don't do this. And so they're starving and they're, they're going to eat that burger. They're going to eat that uh, fried chicken or whatever's there. So you're at the mercy of your environment. We've all been there. And well, and there's some of these, like I want to say to the moms listening today, like um, I did a show, Dr. Lori, with a lady who gave me the best piece of advice because she's like, you know, I'm running. I've got two kids. Both are in soccer. They're in baseball. They're in handbells. They're in one of them is a dance class. These are just two boys and wow. they're really active. So I'm not over scheduling them. I have to put mm-hmm. them somewhere where I don't kill them because they're, you know, climbing the walls in my house. They are both really high energy kids and uh, good students. So, you know, I know they're not over scheduled, but the biggest problem problem that I had was running to all these events and I was looking through your um, looking through your recipes because one of the biggest problems I have and most of the moms I think listening today especially who have young active children is that I am in my car. If I'm not in my office, I'm in my car. I'm at the soccer field. I'm at the baseball park. And, you know, a baseball game can run three hours. And then you've got, you know, warm up beforehand and the coach wants to talk after and I'm ready to eat the glove at that point. Um, (laughs) But that's the reality of a lot of, especially country moms like myself who live rural. I'm 20 minutes to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So looking for what I can pack in like tinfoil or, uh, you know, Tupperware kind of thing and drag with me. And in a that cooler. Won't, yeah. Yeah. Or that right. won't spoil. You know, I live right. where it's 110 out. I don't care what the cooler is going to do. It's not going to last that long. Yes. And there's, you know, there are things that I, I recommend, I call it an emergency pack. So you keep it in the car, you keep it at the office and even in the home. So you have things like jerky, a package of jerky, um, you know, turkey jerky, for example, you have those little packets of salmon or tuna. Um, you have little packets of whey protein, you have packets of nuts, different kinds of nuts, mixed nuts, for example. Though, you know, those kinds of things are only for emergencies. That's like, oh my gosh, you know, if I don't have something in my stomach right now, I'm going to eat that glove. And so you pull it out. Outside of that, planning and preparing could mean doing that list, that grocery list. It means making that lunch the night before, uh, taking it to work with you. Or it's um, if you have children, making sure that you have everything they need for their healthy food items as well. You know, uh, making their lunches as healthy as you can. Um, In terms of for the mom, 
it would be the same thing. If she's not working outside the house, ensuring that her environment is absolutely um, going to be conducive to her, her success. Well, that's like a couple of these recipes that, you know, I've made the grab and grows, like your quick breakfast burritos. I got to tell you, I cook up these, I cook a bunch of them up because I can take them, Ooh, I can idea. wrap them in tin foil or I don't know what it's aluminum foil, whatever it is, the, you know, the foil, right. I wrap it in foil and then I put them in my, you know, I put them in the fridge, you know, and I might have six of them in there. And then when I'm like, kids, come on, we got to go to soccer. We got to get there or we got to get to baseball. I can take those and you know, and this sounds silly, but if you put them on the hood of your car in the tin foil, in the sun, in the heat, they will warm up enough to eat. <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you that was like, you know, Sam's tip for you know, Dr. That. Lori's acclimation <laughs> because the only alternative at that point, Lori, is to go to the snack bar. Right. And we don't want that because pretty much what you're going to find there are chips, sodas, you know, you, if you're lucky, you're, you'll find some fruit. Uh, no. But, you know, the thing is, you want to make sure that you, you do what you did. I think that's excellent. To... Well, I'm going to say seven years of snack bars for baseball, mm -hmm. soccer, um, you know, with two boys. No one's ever sold fruit. All you get are chips and nachos. Mm -hmm. You know, you get that plastic cheese that they pour on it with a couple jalapenos. Lots of candy. Uh, those, what are those, those pretzels, you know, that are dipped yeah. in salt and then they give you, you know, cheese with that more rubber cheese. And, you know, maybe sometimes there's some hamburgers or hot dogs, but beyond that, it's all fat, salt and sugar. Yeah. And then what do the, and these, these are fine, you know, once in a blue moon, but uh, if you're doing it constantly like you're doing it, it's going to, it's going to have an effect on your body. And so when you eat foods like that, say sugar, for example, anytime you eat sugar, you are inflaming the fat cell. And, uh, or if you're eating, for example, um, if you, you're in which most Americans are, their diet is high in omega-6 fats. Okay. And people go, well, omega-6, I know what omega-3 is, uh, but it's essential just like omega-3. They're both important. But the problem is we in America have an imbalance in favor of omega-6 fats. And we get these omega-6 fats in almost every single thing we're eating because we're eating such a poor diet, the standard American diet, which is typical processed foods and lots of corn products, uh, lots of, of just, uh, you know, using the wrong cooking oils. So when you tip the balance weighted, that's why you hear a lot about omega-3s because the omega-6 fats, what they do is they create a, uh, an inflammatory molecule, molecule called arachidonic acid, okay? So when you use cooking oils like canola oil, soybean oil, vet, vegetable oil, um, grapeseed oil, all of these supposed healthy oils, corn oil is huge, they increase the amount of arachidonic acid in your body. And it becomes packed and bloated and bloats within the fat cell, okay? So you have not just fat in that fat cell, but you have arachidonic acid in there. You have glucose, and the fat cell gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you think about it, our bodies have an average of 50 to 75, 000, 75 billion, billion 
fat cells. It's not just this one big mass and uh, throughout the body. It is uh, it's made it's tissue made up of little cells. And so, in fact, it's our number one endocrine organ. It's our largest endocrine organ. We used to think that fat was just this inert, jiggly mass. It just kind of sat there and looked ugly. But we now know that fat has an agenda, okay? It's very much alive, and it sends out messages to either keep weight at its uh, – at a, to either maintain weight, to release fat from the fat cell, or to store it, okay? So depending upon what you're eating, the fat is – if it's a healthy cell, a healthy fat cell, it's going to release stored fat the way it's supposed to do for energy, um, or if it's an unhealthy toxic fat cell, then it will store the fat and keep it there, and it won't release it. So um, that's the problem we're up against, and that's why when uh, people lose weight, they think that they're losing actual, you know, the, the tissue itself is, is, being, um, is melting away is what a lot of people think, when in fact it's really just a release of fat from the cell itself. Well, and what I like about your stuff is, like, with all due respect, I don't need to know any of that. <laughs> like, I can, you, right. you give me a shopping list, like, you know, because, like, you know, I look at my Just give me the going. diet. <laughs> yep, just really. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You're not alone. Think, I'm not, I'm serious. Yeah, that's very You common. know, yeah. it's like with the divorce rate so high, there's so many single mothers. And I will tell you that a lot of these mothers may not be single mothers, but their husbands are absent. They're working, they're, they're doing their own thing. You know, this mm -hmm. whole nutrition kind of falls on our shoulders. And when you give me a three week shopping list, which I made a copy of, I, I took a picture on my iPhone and I made a copy and That's I went, great. you know, line by line. And I thought like, I just need you to tell me what to do because I can't make mm -hmm. another decision. Mm -hmm. And that's part of that overwhelm I got in with all this trying to look up your nutrition information yourself online and make sense of it. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm a radio host. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> That does not qualify me to do a whole lot. But when you do your job and I do my job, which is just reading this and following the program, I got to tell you, it got a lot easier for me. And that's what this whole radio show is about. It's like, how do we make our lives easier as mothers, as women? Right. And that's, you know, one thing I like about the book is uh, that it does do that. You know, it takes you by the hand, it lays it out, it spells it out for you, and you're assured of weight loss and optimal health. That's the thing I'm very proud about uh, is that the book is not just a weight loss book that people I, seriously have been losing a lot of weight and, and for good reason because I created the book for that reason. But the, um, but the, the health effects that are coming from this are um, astounding. And so – and it makes me very happy – but that, if you know my work, it goes way back. I've been talking about inflammation for years. And, um, and so finally getting to what is the core cause of weight gain, which is inflamed fat cells. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Lori, I want to thank you for being my guest today. As always, you know, you're delightful. You're so much fun. And thank I'm just you. a big super fan of your book. I want to tell people where they can buy it. Uh, the book is called How to Fight 
fat flammation. It's a revolutionary three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells for quick and lasting weight loss. It's written by Dr. Lori Shemek. That's the gal that you've been listening today. Uh, she is outstanding. This book is wonderful. It's made a big difference in my life. I encourage you guys to go out and get your own copy. It's easy to read. You don't have to do a lot. And it's one of those books that just doesn't say stupid things. They're not going to ask you to eat weird things. They're not going to ask you to restrict all this stuff. Yeah, you got to make a new change. You got to make a new plan. But quite frankly, the plan that you were using that got you into your unhealthy state in the first place wasn't working. So make some changes. It's not so hard. I made a few changes. I've seen a lot of improvement in my health. I encourage you guys to go out and check this book out, How to Fight Flat Formation by Dr. Lori Shemek. Lori, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you so much, Sandra. It's been a pleasure and an honor. My pleasure. Okay, we're going to be back next week with more health tips. We're going to learn how to be fit, fabulous, and fantastic in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. For Motherhood Talk Radio, this is Sandra Beck. We'll check in with you again next week. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk Radio brings you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests to help you be all you can be. Everything from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, starting a family, or starting a business. Making the most of how you bounce back with style. Join us next week for another great guest you won't want to miss here on Motherhood Talk Radio, live every Tuesday afternoon on toganet.com.